You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Here we are once again. Back on the radio doing our thing. Hello, everybody. This is Big Daddy of Big Daddy's Hard Talk. And I am with my beautiful co-host, Felicia Brown. Hi, everyone. Happy Monday. Hi, Big Daddy. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day. Uh, Many of us have been on spring break, and I've had a lovely spring break. That's good. That's good. Well, today's show, we'll have a little, you know, First of all, we'll start with something serious, and then we'll go into the lighter stuff. We're going to talk some NBA. We're going to talk some WWE, um, you know, the usual stuff. I'm not going to talk about the orange one today because I'm sick of him. And he's bombing everybody and, and really um, just tearing stuff up. <laughs> what I did here, and I'm just real quick about the orange one, he had an Easter egg roll thing that they do at the White House every year, and the attendance was down this year than the past previous years. I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder why. He's such a but, um, friendly, kid-friendly, women-friendly person. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people just love him. You know, you can walk right up and grab him in the pussy and yeah, all that good stuff. Yeah, he, he's a real good guy. But anyway, like I said, we ain't going to dwell on him. What I did want to talk about, and this is just something that happened today, so I'm going to go a different route with this show. There's a guy um, who was very upset. He broke up with his girlfriend and decided he wanted to go on a killing spree. So he's murdered 13 people, and then Facebook lived the fourth, the 14th murder and killed a 74-year-old man in cold blood. And Facebook lived it. And he's going on talking about how depressed he's been and nobody wants to talk to him and this, that, and the fourth. And I want to come with this with two different ways with this and give my opinion. Then, Felicia, I want you to chime in right after with your opinion and everything. And anybody, you know, is listening and want to call in, uh, 718-508-9883, call in with your opinion on this. And we'll come two different ways with it. One, please pray for this the older man, the one that was murdered. Pray for his family and all the families of the people who this guy's murdered. Because they're really going through a hardship. Like a lot of people are talking about the, the old man that he murdered because, you know, he uh, Facebook lived it. But he killed 13 other people before he got to that guy. So pray for all the families and pray for him. And the reason why yeah. I say this, it says in the Bible you should pray for your enemies as well as pray for your family. That's not the exact quote, but you pretty much get the gist of what I'm saying. So pray for this guy because something mentally has snapped in him. It is sad. And everybody has gotten their heart broken at least once. 
I've had mine broken. Felicia, I'm pretty sure you've had yours broken. Anybody mm-hmm. who's been in love has had their heart broken. But to take it to the point where you snap like that and go on a killing spree, I just feel as though there was something mentally wrong with you to start with before you even got to that. And we just really need to keep him in prayer and just people like that in prayer because mental health is no joke. And people uh, will tell you to, you know, when you break up with somebody, they'll tell you just to suck it up, get over it, move on. There's other fish in the sea, pebbles on the beach, leaves on the tree, whatever, you know, they want to throw at you. And there's another bus come down the street, <laughs> and five minutes, and all the crazy uh, uh, stuff they'll throw at you. But if you're in love with someone, and your heart is broken. It is a serious thing, and it does drive you a little batty. And I sympathize with them. I just never wanted to go and just start murdering, murdering innocent people after I got my heart broken. It's just like, that's crazy. But I'm just saying this to say, you got to kind of sort of just, because I see a lot of people say when you catch them, kill this guy, and catch them, do this to him, and that to him, and I hope they blow his head off, and this, that, and the fourth. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's a believer in Christ and believer in the Lord, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So you got to put that in God's hands. And they will catch him. And when they catch him, you know the cops are going to light him up. But we just got to keep that whole situation in prayer. And I really do feel bad. And there's been reports that this guy was in Philadelphia and Fairmount Park. And then um, it could be true, could not be true. It is what it is. I hope that he ain't around here because this guy's a nut. So let him, let them catch him. I hope he's nowhere around here. But just anybody that's listening, just be wearful of your surroundings and wearful of, um, you know, the people around you and stuff like that. What's your mm-hmm. opinion on evolution? Oh, man, I, you know, I'm a believer, so I believe in everything that you said and agree with it, but there's so many different facets to the story. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the the mental health person in me says that, you know, it's sad. He needs to, he needs help. He needs mental help. People want to yes. kill him, throw him in jail, but we'll never help people if they're not, you know, placed where they should be placed. So, unfortunately, it would be better for him to go to, you know, like a mental facility or um, something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't hear the reports that you heard about him saying he's depressed and how sad he is. And, you know, it just shows that that people are out there and they do need help. So, you never know how to react. Not to cut you off, I'm sorry. There's a video mm-hmm. on World Star where he's talking about um his depression and this and the fourth. So you might want to check it out. It is on World Star. Yeah. He's talking about he tried to talk to people, nobody wanted to talk to him, everybody would ignore him, and how his even his own mother didn't take the time to really do anything with him. Blah blah blah. But go ahead, what you're saying. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's sad. That's one, no, that's, that video is out that's there. That's sad. Yeah, I've known mm-hmm. people that have taken their lives because, you know, no one took that step with them to 
go seek help or just lend an ear to talk to. But um, another popular thing that's being raised with this is the issue of social media. Should Facebook Mm -hmm. Live be, you know, a thing? And, I mean, in some instances I've seen Facebook Live be very useful in instances of police brutality. You know, you can mm-hmm. show show it as it's happening. But in an instance like this, I don't think Facebook has the capabilities of shutting a video like that down quick enough before it happens. All they can do is remove the video after it happens. So we don't want our kids seeing, you know, stuff like that. We don't want adults seeing killings like that. Mm-hmm. So should Facebook Live and social media be that, you know, up close and personal, I guess. Well, speaking of that, and since we're on this subject, there was a kid who was on Instagram, or was it Facebook Live? One or the other, but social media, and he's a 13-year-old boy, and a bunch of his friends was watching him, you know, on social media, and mm-hmm. he shot himself in the head accidentally. Yeah. So here we go again. Social media, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, whatever you want to call it. He's on there with his buddy chatting it up or whatever. He had put his hands on a gun and killed himself. So it has to be some type. Anyway, after he shot himself, all his friends ran over his house, and they was calling his house saying, you need to go tell his parents, you need to go upstairs and check on whatever his name was. He just shot himself. His mom and Aunt ran upstairs, or mom, and little sister, whatever, ran upstairs and seen them lying there dead. So, should it be? It should be a monitor on this because sometimes that Facebook Live is cool. I've used it before. You know, I videotaped myself going into the Wells Fargo. I thought it'd be interesting mm-hmm. if people wanted to see, you know, me walking in there. And then the different groups that was on, like Sugar Hill Gang and uh, BVD, played at the game. <laughs> so I Facebook Live it. You know, people wanted to see it. Blah blah blah. But People are being destructive with it. Right. And just like this guy used it for that. And then there was another report of this kid that got beat up at, I want to say, the um, Take a Pressure Mall. And guess what they used? Facebook Live. So the whole yeah. thing why they was beating this kid up. The same so thing as the rape, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that they're using this to... Do stupid stuff. That's a curse. To do the stupid stuff. And okay, I'm going to show everybody that I'm hard or to give somebody some. Because people are using this thing and they're. It's weird to me because I've seen people get on it and not say anything. And they're just waiting for people to send in comments so they can talk to them. I'm like, if you really that lonely, like, go out and meet people or just call them. But I've literally seen people. Go on Facebook Live and not say anything. They're just staring at their phone or whatever device they're using. And people are saying, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And they say, all right, talk to Facebook Live, y'all. Talk to me. What's popping? What's going on? What you doing? <laughs> like, really? Even celebrities really? are, you know, using it. And that's dangerous, yeah. too, because we can, you know, tap where these celebrities are. And it's just mm-hmm. weird. It's too much. I seen Kevin Hart did it one time when he was walking his dog. He's walking his dog, Facebook Live at himself walking his dog. Did I really need to see 
him walking his dog. Now I have the option not to watch it, but if I'm on my timeline and I see Kevin Hart talking, I'm thinking he's talking about a movie or something else, a project he's doing. Hate it. He's talking about how his dog likes to go for walks and pissing on lawns and stuff. Like, really? (laughs) Really? So, yeah, I think that this has really become like a problem with all this social media and as far as the Facebook Live and just social media in general. I'm going to hit on something. I want to get your opinion on how you feel about just that whole live thing unless you were done with it. I wanted to talk about something else that that got me on social media too. I'm finished with the live thing. Okay. And I might step on some toes for what I'm about to say. But in my show, I can say what I want to say. You kiss my behind. Um, I just unfriended somebody because of something that they put on their timeline on Facebook. And you are entitled to put up whatever you want to put up. But the same respect, I'm entitled to block you, delete you, unfriend you, unfollow you, whatever, once you put it up. Because you have to be responsible for what you put up and if it's going to offend somebody. I'm not going to mention no names, but if somebody who I'm cool with, and if you listen to this, what it is, I don't give a rat, but call me up, catch me outside, how about that? But I'm a religious person. I don't want to use religious, but I'm a spiritual person, and I believe in the Lord, this, that, and the fourth. And yesterday was a holiday for Christians. So if you choose that day to put up a meme that says F Jesus, Mm. and just to hear me say that makes me cringe. It gives me goosebumps because that is just so ignorant. And if that's your opinion, you are entitled to your opinion. But when you put your opinion on Facebook, on Instagram, or on any social media, that I'm entitled to unfollow you, undo whatever, because I don't need to be associated with you. I'm not going to let what you believe affect my spirit. Your opinion, Felicia? No, it's the truth. I mean, um, I'm a pretty opinionated and kind of controversial person, but people need to know that when you put something up on social media out in the open, you're now subjected to the opinions of other people. So, you know, just like that person felt that they were able to post anything they wanted on social media, you know, anybody is allowed to and able to, you know, uh, refute that person or combat that person, disagree with that person and, you know, retaliate against that person. So, it really goes both ways, but when you when you know you have friends that are of a certain religion, a certain faith, a certain um, gender, or you know sexual orientation, you really have to be conscious, uh, conscious, and you know you have to show some type of compassion toward people that you claim are your friends. So I know the person you're talking about, and I know for a fact that they have friends. Um, that are believers in Christ. So, 
uh, it's just very poor, and it makes you think, wow, do I want to be, you know, friends with somebody that doesn't consider all their friends? Exactly. Exactly. And I have family members that aren't believers in Christ, and that's fine. And they voice their biblical beliefs on social media. That's fine. You are entitled to it. But they're not disrespecting what I believe in the same way I don't disrespect what they believe in. And if you put up a meme like that, then you are disrespecting what I believe in. And you just got to be really socially responsible. And if you don't like the fact that, you know, you're offending people, then it's what it is. It's what it is. But just know, (laughs) you shouldn't be worried about what I think. You got to deal with the Lord with your day come. And I'm going to leave it there. Yep. Yep. And I'm going to leave it there. All right. um, Let me take this commercial break now. And when we come back, we'll talk some WWE. We will talk um, about the Superstar Shake-Up or whatever. We'll talk some Sixers. And I will give my opinion on the season and where we're going with this in the future. Valicia, she'll give her opinion. And then we have a couple of movie reviews. Valicia's going to review uh, Lego Batman. And we're both going to review Fast 8 or Furious or Fate of the Fate 8 or whatever, which way you want to call it. The Fate of the Furious is the eighth installment of this movie. And <laughs> that's what it's going to be a night. So, um, <laughs> so um, we'll be back to talk about that. And then we'll put a bow on this and take it home. Big Daddy's Hard Tar Talk, Volume 62. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause. 
www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. And we're back. Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 62. I am Big Daddy. I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Valicia Brown. Hello, everyone. And um, let's start with the NBA. The NBA playoffs started Saturday, and um, Cleveland just squeaked out of a series with Indiana. was out of the first game of the series with Indiana. Um, they only won by a point. That Indiana series is going to be a very tight one because um, – one, Paul George wants to prove that he is the next guy or the all-star. And Paul George is a warrior to be like, he did come down to Philly and got into it with uh, Gerald Henderson and pissed me off that game. But for the most part, he is a hell of a ball player. Then you pair him back with Lance Stevenson, they're going to give Cleveland trouble. But you know the NBA is going to want to see Cleveland get past that series. Um, <laughs> also... Last night, the Chicago Bulls pulled out the upset, winning the first game between them and uh, number one ranked in the East, um, Boston Celtics, which was a good game. And that series is another one that's probably going to go the distance. And um, condolences to um, Isaiah Thomas. He, his sister was murdered. I'm not going to say murdered. His sister was killed in a car accident right before the game one and even with his sister being um killed, he came out there and played and scored forty two points in that game. A lot of people would not have played that game and I think me being one of them. So I'd give kudos to him that he even dressed up and played that game and dropped forty two points. Mm-hmm. Uh the rest of the game's pretty oh and um also Milwaukee squeaked out and beat Toronto, but Toronto is the favorite in that series, but Milwaukee did win. That's going to be another good series. I'm going to enjoy seeing that. And another upset that I predicted that I still think is going to happen, Utah won the first game against um, Los Angeles Clippers, and I think Utah is going to win that series. As corny as Utah is and as boring as Utah is, and 
watching Utah play basketball is like watching paint dry. They're going to win that series and go to the next round. Um, Valicia, you didn't get a chance to check out any playoff games yet, right? I haven't. I haven't. But if we're talking basketball, I just saw a report that Carmelo Anthony and his wife, Lala Anthony, are reportedly separated and living apart. Really? <laughs> yes, that is interesting because I am not a Melo fan. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Very interesting. Wow, you just dropped the hammer. I don't even know what to say because they've been together for quite a while. Yeah. And have um, two kids together, three kids together. I want to say two kids together. Hmm. Might be three. Anyway, I wonder what's going on with that and will that affect his career? Because he wanted to leave New York but stayed in New York. Because of her. Oh, it's funny. No, it's funny because the Knicks have had a pretty crappy season. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they had a real bad man. New York has had, like, a really horrible year. And um, with Phil Jackson and Phil Jackson's comments towards Carmelo Anthony, the Charles Oakley situation, ownership, them charging their players – to come back, like the former players, they actually have to pay to get in the building and watch them play. That is wow, disgusting. You want to make your former players easy. Like Charles Oakley had to pay for his ticket. Charles Oakley is a New York god. Charles Oakley could run for mayor of New York right now and win. And you making <laughs> this guy pay? It's just crazy to me. But that don't surprise me with and like it surprised me with with, with uh, La La and Mello and I hope they yeah. work it out. But wow, I can see it though because yeah, they his have like all, and, yeah, and their relationship was very like reality show ish. So because she even had a reality show for uh, like a yeah. season or two. It was it La La Stash Break or something like that. Yeah. And he was on like some Yeah. Yes, he was. <laughs> it just proves that money doesn't solve everything. Money is nope. truly the root. The love of money is the root of all evil. And no matter how much you make, it still don't make you happy. But I hope they can work it out. And that's a hard life anyway with her being an actress and doing the stuff that she does and him on the road all the time with the basketball and Wow. Eh. Anyway, <laughs> going off of that, um, that's about it with the NBA. Uh, as far as my opinion and of the Sixers, and I'm going to say my statement and allow for Felicia to say hers or whatever, this was, to me, a plus as far as the season. No, we did not make the playoffs. We didn't need to make the playoffs this year. That's my opinion. We didn't need to make the playoffs, okay? It would have been – cool, you might have got two extra games out of it, but you, I think you'd have been losing more than gaining because now you still get a couple of um, uh, ping pong balls and the lottery pick as far as the, you know, get the number one pick, which we ain't going to get. 
but there's so small outside chance that you might get it. And even with that, we're going to get some decent picks. And there's a lot of decent kids coming out of college, uh, a lot of decent guards that we might need, and we have a chance at it now. <clears throat> Excuse me. As far as Ben Simmons sitting out the whole year, you knew when he got injured, I knew this was going to happen. He didn't need to rush back, and I'm glad he didn't. But mm-hmm. the reports on him now, they just x-rayed his foot a week ago. Everything is healed. He can run five on five drills and actually start to play. And there's a small chance that he might actually even play the summer league again this year. So he's fine. Cool. He will be playing next year if they do everything right. Joel Embiid is still a question mark on top of him as far as how long he could go. He only played 31 games last season, but even with the 31 games he played, he was a monster. And he changed the 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 way the Sixers played. And, he, and I'm not saying just because of him. I'm not saying that. I'm saying he was one of the reasons why the Philly fans started coming out and really was like intense as far as them winning everything. And in January, we were on fire. We were the hottest team in the NBA in January. And it just gave you a, a, a glimpse inside the looking glass of what we have mm-hmm. possibly coming in with JoJo, with Ben Simmons, with Dario Sarge, who will be rookie of the year. And to me, I knew from the gate that Dario Sarge is going to be something. There was doubters out there <clears throat> <Jerry> Johnson, <laughs> that said that Dario wasn't that, that great, and it was a waste of a pick. <clears throat> but Dario came out. Of course he was going to start off really slow because he used to play a farm ball. But once he got adapted to the NBA life, he played, I want to say, all 82, if not 80 games this season, mm-hmm. and did well. And all he is just an upswing. I just think in the offseason, if he hits the weight room a little bit, get a little bit quicker, work on some of that, um, you know, some of like the, the ins and outs of just the basketball science of it, I think he is going to be a leader on that team and one of the reasons why we win a championship. Not just on JoJo's back. Like everybody jumped on JoJo's back, but JoJo is a key piece of that. But I think Dario Sarge is also a big piece of our future along with this. Absolutely. Um, it kind of pisses me off because Dario Sarge was the afternote this whole season. It was like, yeah, JoJo did this and that. And Dario did this. Like, no, Dario was a big reason why we had the January we had, along with Illusova, who we ended up trading. And this, that, and the fourth. But Dario Sarge is going to be a monster in this league. And we just got to figure out what we have, what we need to do as far as with, um, Okafor and somebody needs to get in his ear like, dude, if you want to stay here, you got to learn how to play defense. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, because a lot of games them she started and you shouldn't be averaging three rebounds a game as a starter in the NBA. That's just, no. You got to be more aggressive. I don't know what they could do to make him more aggressive. Possibly put it instead of package and his contract saying, if you get us a certain amount of rebounds, a certain amount of this, a certain amount of that, we give you X amount of money or we give you X amount of strippers or hookers or whatever it takes to get this boy moving. You got to get him moving. And another 
unsung hero this season was T.J. McConnell. Yeah. Say what you want. Say what you will. That boy came out and gave you what he gave you. He saved you a couple of games, hit some big shots. And then even with that, what I was impressed with was last Monday, he twisted his ankle, took him over to the bench. He could have set out the rest of that game and said, screw it. He got yep. up and got back in that yep. game. Yep. Impressed. I was impressed. His game and another person who improved, two other people who improved, was Robert one with Sean Holmes. Yeah. Actually, there's three people there. Two, Robert Covington, who really had a good season. Because to me, the start of this season, he was on the trading block. He yeah. turned it around, and he's like a, a, a vital piece to this team. And the other one was TLC. And don't ask me to pronounce his name because I'm not yeah. going to. But he came on this season as um, somebody who's just a rookie who you threw in to see what he was going to do. Did they sit him down Delaware? And like you always say, <laughs> he was scared straight. And he came yep. back up to the NBA and played well. And at the end of the season, I want to say three games in a row, he might have had 22, 24, 20 points a game. So he played well towards the end. And just a little nagging injuries here and there as far as Gerald Henderson, as far as, you know, um, a couple other players we had, they're going to have a little nagging injuries here and there. For the most part, and somebody has said this to me while I was at the last game, has said the, since the Sixers bench is already set. Their key players are set. All you need is just JoJo, to get healthy all the way and get yourself a decent shooting guard and you're this time next year, you and I, I'm talking about me and you, Felicia, we're going to be sitting down at the Wells Fargo watching the playoff game. Yep. And what's your opinion on what you saw? And side note real quick, I'm proud of you because you stuck it out the entire season. And of course. Made, you made you missed two games because it was on Sundays and you had stuff to do in your church and I got mad respect for you for that. Aww. But for the most part, every time the game was being played, I had, you know, the tickets was playing, you was there with me and you even took trips down to Delaware with me. Yeah. And I, re- I respect your hustle and what you did because there's other members of our group that didn't make games like that. That's been there for years. And you mm. came in your first year, and it was it 42 home games altogether. You might have made 40. Yeah. And even if you had the Delaware yeah. game, you over 42. So, <laughs> thank you. No problem. I, I enjoyed the atmosphere. I enjoyed the company, of course. And, you know, I've really grown to enjoy and love the team. And, I wouldn't trade it, and I'm excited for next year. You know, I'm glad I can say I've been to games when they weren't their best, and I've been to games where I've seen them grow to be, you know, their best. So, um, But I totally agree. I'm glad that they didn't make that jump to the playoffs because I think they could have. But um, who wants to see them get knocked out first round, second round? Who wants to, mm-hmm. you know, have Philly get clowned like that? I don't, so – 
Um, I'm glad they didn't. What I don't want to see all as well is them to get greedy. So I just want them to realize who they have, what they have. Don't be trying to make no outrageous trades because a big problem the Sixers used to have was they would get all these guys and then never keep them long enough for them to gel. And I feel that they're finally gelling. Just keep who you have. Make some additions. Um, sadly, if you do need to get rid of Okafor, you know, that should be like the only one you get rid of maybe, and maybe some of the inactive uh, bench players. But otherwise, do not get rid of any of those guys that you name, um, you know, to get this big pick that will only play half the games of the season. Don't do it. No, mm-hmm. Don't be greedy. <laughs> totally agree. Totally agree. Okay. That's our opinion of the Sixers season. Can't wait to get into the next season. Um, check out the playoffs. We'll see how it goes. By the way, Golden State. <laughs> Here's a funny thing. Can I just say that? Here's a funny thing. And, Felicia, you'll like this one. And, yeah, I'm putting somebody who I love out on Front Street. I'm at my sister's house yesterday. Bad thing, we supposed to talk about the Easter stuff too, but I'm gonna hit this first, and then we'll talk about during what happened. But I'm at my sister's house yesterday, and you know we're about to eat dinner, and the Golden State Warriors are playing uh, the Portland Trailblazers <laughs> game one. So here's my uncle he jumps up and say, "Yeah, my boy's Golden State gonna win this one." Oh my god! Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Your boy is Golden State. He's like, yeah, I like Golden State. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go out and say it. I'm like, nigga, wasn't just last year you were cheering for Cleveland? Yeah, but this year I want to see Golden State win. But you can't <laughs> jump all around like that, man. Like, come on, man. Who am I supposed to cheer for the Sixers? They ain't in the playoffs. Why do you need to cheer for anybody outside right. of the TV you like? And he, he talks and about the, the Sixers all the time. Exactly. He calls me up, have all these want to have all these drug out conversations about the Sixers. But then <laughs> you you want to see Golden State win. You want to see Cleveland win. Like, oh please, don't, don't, please. There's one thing to make me not want to talk about this stuff if I'm talking to her with a bandwagon jumper. <laughs> and when the Sixers get good, don't jump on this bandwagon. Don't. No. Don't. He's one of the people who I'm not going to let get on that bandwagon. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I had to side. Don't get to that one. Anyway, <laughs> I knew you would enjoy that. I, yeah, How was your Easter? Hilarious. And did you, and when you went to church, did you see anybody with any crazy outfits on? I didn't. I didn't. And, you know, I would hope that that stops after you're, like, 12 years old. I don't even go out shopping for Easter clothes anymore. No one in my family does anymore. But um, my Easter was good. It was actually pretty boring, which actually I think Easter should be. I, you know, being a believer, I like to focus on what Easter actually means and, you know, that's the death and resurrection of Christ. So, 
you know, if anybody's not a believer of that, that's what I believe and that's what I'm going to keep believing. And that's what I focused on for Easter. So, but I do like the candy and all that, and it should be discounted <laughs> soon. So, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, but it's, that, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to make my way to the drugstore tomorrow. <laughs> get some milk. Oh, give me some 50% chocolate. off. Ooh, oh, my God. Get some 50% off Easter, Easter candy. Glad you brought that up. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. Um, my Easter was cool. Um, I can't say too much. Um, I didn't really do too much. Uh, Friday, hung out with a buddy of mine. We had a good time. Ah. Um, Saturday, didn't do too much of anything. I, um, watched the Ten Commandments, and it's something that I do every year. Right before Easter, you know, ABC runs it. And I also also wonder why does ABC run that every year? Like, what? Why do they run that movie every year at Easter? Right, like the day right. before Easter, I don't know. I'm curious about like, that. I want to find out. Should be like Passion of the but, Christ or something now. Yeah, you would think it'd be Passion of the Christ now or something, but it's always a Ten Commandments, and I'd have seen it a thousand times, but I would still sit there and watch it because I enjoy it. And um, Easter Sunday, uh, went to church that morning. And as far as the outfits go, a lot of the men looked good, like normal suits or whatever. Just some whoa, of the whoa. women. You might want to rephrase that. A lot well, of the men looked good. A lot of you the know men what I meant. good. <laughs> you know what I meant. They were, everybody had on nice suits or whatever. Nothing... It was no um, now later gators and all that stuff up in there. None of that. <laughs> Everybody looked nice. It was just a couple of the women had some dresses on. I'm like, whoa, oh, you ain't going to the club. You're going to church. And if you, what did you say? I said, yikes. Yeah. There was a couple of women in there, skirts are so high. Like, if they'd have bent over, you'd have saw Santa Claus. And I'm like, yo, like, do you really... <laughs> Did you really get up that morning and decide to put this dress on like that? So we still got to remember, okay, you are still in church. You can't wear something that you wear to the club, to church. It has to be a line drawn. So I know God says come as you are, but you know better than that. You ain't supposed to come to offend nobody either. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. That was that. Um... Would you want to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say, when you do that, put all the focus on what you're wearing and your hair. It, it takes the focus off what Easter really is. And, you know, uh, there's no need for that. <laughs> should be about family and time. And like we said, you know, even, your belief. I don't even see where people even started that. Like Easter come around, you got to buy to get dressed your kids all up and all this stuff and, Right. Doing your loudest suit and stuff like, why do we even? Why is that even a thing? Who are you trying to impress? All right. So, yeah. As far as the WWE, you know, they had a big shakeup and they moved around some talent. I can't remember everybody who went everywhere, but some of the notable names was Kevin Owens, 
going to SmackDown. Possibly. Uh, possibly yeah. going to SmackDown. If he loses, if he loses the U.S. belt, he goes back to Raw. Yes, the okay. winner, the winner of the match gets to stay on SmackDown. So. Okay. Yeah. Which I think I hope Kevin Owens does stay on SmackDown. Um, Bray Wyatt is going to Raw. New Day went yeah. to SmackDown. Sami Zayn went to SmackDown. Rhino and Keith Slater. Keith Slater went to Raw. Charlotte, you're missing. SmackDown. <laughs> Say what? You are missing the biggest name, Mr. Dean Ambrose, the Intercontinental Champion, has been moved to Raw, ensuring that I will be watching Raw. Him and the Miz both went to Raw. (laughs) And Maurice, yes. And Maurice went to Raw. Rusev went back down with Lana. And Lana is actually going to start wrestling. So I'm curious to see how that goes. Um... Ty Dillinger over to SmackDown. Well, that was more like a debut. Yeah, yeah that was a debut. With him and Nakamura both on SmackDown, yeah. which I think is really good. And they're going to start a program between Nakamura and Dolph Ziggler. And I think that's a good place to start for Nakamura because Dolph Ziggler is is a tackling dummy, dummy to me. Like, you can use him in a match. He'll give you a good match, but you can't invest the whole program with him. So he's somebody right. you start Nakamura off with, have a good match with, and then on to the next one. He's a good setup guy, but he'll never be a champion again. He'll never be where he was because you just can't get him over. He's, he runs his mouth too much. He had one too many yep. concussions, and he had so much you could do with him. So they don't want to invest too much time in him, but you don't want to get rid of him because of his work rate, because when he is on, he's on. He's he had great. I think he had a couple of good matches with the Amber, a couple of really good matches with Amber, mm-hmm. and he had a couple of good matches with AJ. So him and Nakamura, good match. It's just when that program's done, Nakamura move on to somebody else, and Ziggler be the next setup man again. So it is what it is. Um, Charlotte going to SmackDown is good. Yeah, and Mickey James so. going to Raw with Alexa Bliss going to Raw, and Alexa Bliss is going to be very good on Raw, and I think she's going to boost the women's division since Charlotte won't be there. Because now you got another yeah. heel in there who can talk like yeah. uh, like Charlotte did, and get herself over the way Charlotte did. And Charlotte moving to SmackDown was a good move, and Charlotte definitely going to win it off of Naomi probably by their next pay per view. Well, I ain't gonna say by next pay per view, but. Down the line, it ain't gonna be long before Charlotte holds that SmackDown championship. That'll be an interesting so match too. Yeah, because both of them are very athletic. It's just Charlotte yeah. is more polished, polished than, they, yeah. than Naomi is. There's also a re-debut on SmackDown. Um, Tamina. Yes. Tamina Snooker. Tamina's back, and um. I hate to say it, but as soon as her daddy passed and all that legal stuff didn't happen, they brought her back. So good to have her back. But she probably won't be that long. I'd give it a year or so, and then she'll ride out the rest of whatever contract she had left, and then probably ride off to the sunset. Tamina's about to push 40, so it is what it is. 
So it's like uh, the whole Samoan clan is just in WWE. <laughs> sure enough. Sure enough. How many more Samoans can you pack into one company between the Usos, Reigns, <laughs> Tamina, um, Nia Jax? By the way, while I'm thinking about it, you hit me to something, and I did some research. Oh my god! And looked it up. Nia Nia Jax, when she was modeling, yeah, looked good. Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> I don't get it. Anybody that's doing what I'm talking about, Nia Jax model back in the day. Then, for some reason she took a power left it. And now she looks the way she does now. I'm not saying that she's an ugly girl. I just think she looks a little mannish to me. And it's something else she said I think makes sense, too. I don't know if it's that outfit or whatever, but she looks smaller in a regular bathing suit than she does when she put that outfit on. Right. And even with the modeling, she used to play basketball. She was, like, played basketball in college. So she was somewhat athletic. So I don't understand where the power lifted and all that came in at to make herself, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, you were dead right. So um, that's it. We were raw tonight, SmackDown tomorrow. Um, what about it, WWE? Uh, pay-per-views coming at the end of the month. I want to say it's a raw pay-per-view. Yeah. No, SmackDown pay-per-view. Uh, well, yeah. Um, all I know is there is a SmackDown pay-per-view coming to Philadelphia in July. So if we're counting backwards, yeah, this would be a SmackDown pay-per-view. Okay. And um, that's about it for Big Day's Hard to. I do have a relationship question. That I'm gonna and our movie there. reviews. Oh, I forgot the movie reviews. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you very much. Movie that's review time. Who's the show? <laughs> yeah, that's right, because sometimes my memory gets screwed up. Uh, here comes the lion. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> movie review. Um, we're going to start with Fast 8, and then Felicia's going to review the Lego movie. <clears throat> Fast 8 came out this past weekend. Probably was the number one movie out, I don't know yet, it probably was. Um, this is the latest installment of the Fast and Furious movies. Um, this is Fast 8. And typical blowing up car races, incredible stunts. I spent most of, most of the movies saying, kiss my ass, because it was so unbelievable with some of the stuff. <laughs> he took an old Ford, souped it up, and beat some other souped-up Ford with the engine on fire. I never seen nobody race a car with the engine on fire before. <laughs> and then crashed it in the ocean and somehow jumped out of it. And just unbelievable stuff that you don't see a fifty-year-old man do. Whatever. Um, I wanted to see this one because I thought it was going to be a twist on it. It was a little bit of a twist as far as um, Vin Diesel and why he was doing what he was doing. I'm not going to ruin the movie. But all in all, I'd give it a two and a half. If you just want some mind-numbing violence and car chases and shooting and 
they might have shot a million bullets and nobody got hit once type of movie. Go see Fast 8. <laughs> That's it for me. What about you, Felicia? What'd you give it? I mean, it was over the top, but, I mean, obviously these movies have lasted so long because they've been doing well, so um, <laughs> I guess that's that. But I'm going to give it a three. I feel the comedy was on point, um, and I have to give it a three just because of the caliber of actors and actresses they have gotten in this movie. Um, Kurt Russell and Charlize Theron, these are, you know, like Oscar-nominated actors and actresses. So um, they fit well in the series. So I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Now on to the Lego movie. (laughs) I watched Lego Batman, finally. Um you know, just by the previews, you can tell it was going to be a funny movie. Um, it is kid-friendly, but they're, the kids aren't going to get all the, the jokes. Um, there is an underlining message in the movie, surprisingly. Um, and I'm actually not a Batman fan. Anybody that really knows me knows I'm a Superman fan, so they made Superman look like a boss like a badass that he is, so that was hilarious. Um, but, yeah, I I had to look up who played who in the movie, and I was, like, really surprised. Like, Channing Tatum played Superman, and, you know, you know Will Arnett does Batman. Zach Galifianakis did the Joker. It was just really funny and a pleasant surprise to see who they got to play, you know, these superhero characters in Lego form. But, um... I, it got a little slow in the middle, but I'm going to give it um, a three for Lego Batman. I hope they keep up the Lego series because the actual Lego movie was really funny. Mm. <laughs> three Big Daddy boobs. Okay. Okay. I haven't seen any of these Lego movies. I really need to catch up on them. What? I haven't seen any uh, of them. That is blasphemy. Oh, well. I'll catch up. <laughs> I'll catch up. So, um, one quick relationship question, and then we'll put a bow on this and send it home. I'm going to ask you this question, relationship question. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's say you're out with your mate. You guys are out, and you notice him. Look at another woman. Uh, do you get upset at him, or do you just let it go? Um, he just looks. He pretty, takes a peek. Yeah, it's a generic question, um, and it's a generic scenario too. I guess you know, women. Some women are gonna wear the most outlandish stuff and the most revealing stuff just to get looks. So if you can tell that they're doing that for looks and somebody looks, you know, it really isn't that big of a deal. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, if you know your maid and you know what certain looks look like or if they look too long, you know, then you can inquire, you know, what's going on with you. What are you looking at, babe? <laughs> but, I mean... Women probably hate me because I'm like a, 
I think like a man, too. I'm like 50-50, and if the woman that you're with isn't doing all that she needs to do to make sure that her guy is looking at her, then something's wrong. I mean, I'm going to do what I can to make sure that my guy is, you know, not needing to look at anybody else, just looking at me. (laughs) So... There, there's a difference between an eye wandering and a wandering eye. That's what I say. <laughs> okay. And I like yeah. that answer. Of course I agree with you. Like, you just got off the hook. <laughs> a lobster got just the evaded the water. <laughs> That's a, an answer to get all the guys off the hook. No. Yeah, it is. No, because... <laughs> Cause I, cause I agree with what you just said. Like, it's one thing, like if you see, you know, somebody half naked, he's having to pee, whatever you want, she <laughs> half naked. It is what it is. But it's another thing naked. to ogle. Naked. Is what it's another thing to ogle the uh, the person. Like you shouldn't be ogling anybody because I find that disrespectful. So you shouldn't yeah. disrespect your woman by. Continuing to look at this person like, ah, right, you look now, move on. You know, don't look and be like, God damn, titties on love. Nah, that's not cool. Well, let's so. reverse it. What if a guy is walking by and he's wearing some tight jeans in his package? Or not even that. What if his muscles or something, you know, are appealing? <laughs> it, um, uh-huh. Yeah, it is what it is. Like, if she looks, she looks, she's human. So I can't get mad. If anything, I think it's funny. Really? If anything, I think it's funny. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, you look, you know, it ain't no big deal. As long as he ain't putting his hands on you. Ah. You're human. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get mad. And I know I'm not the only person that you're attracted to, like, you're going to look at, you know, if you see a built guy, you should look at him. Like, oh, you know. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to get mad and stop talking to you and hit you and rah, rah. No, I'm not going to do all that. I'm, you know, like, I'm a joke. Like, hey, V, I'm a joke with you about it. Like, uh-huh, I see you. <laughs> and we're going to laugh about it. You know, I know That's who you funny. with. Yeah. I know who you with. So I'm not going to stress it. That now, makes like I said, all you, the difference. Yeah, because you with me. At the end of the night, right. we're going to bed together. At the end of the night, right. I'm smacking that ass. So it is what it is. <laughs> I feel that the perfect mate, male or female, is going to do their best to ensure, you know, whoever they're with, that, you know, they're the only one, you know, so... They're they're not going to make their mate feel like anybody serves as a threat to their relationship. Exactly. Exactly. And on that note, we're going to put a bow in this and send it home. Any last words, Belisha? No, everyone. Keep it classy. The weather is breaking. Please do not get all ghetto and rambunctious and loud and uh, just and keep your clothes on. <sighs> yeah. 
I agree with you. <laughs> Definitely that. Because as soon as it started getting warm outside, everybody want to get half naked. And just, you know, keep your clothes on. Don't disrespect, you know, yourselves <laughs> and other people. Um, another thing is keep an eye on your kids because it is getting oh. warm and your kids yeah. want to go outside. Watch what the hell your kids are doing outside. Don't let them throw footballs and stuff outside. Like, if they want to do that, fine. Like, if you have a Nerf football, like, if they can throw that around all day, they ain't going to do no damage. They got a real football. They shouldn't be throwing it in their people's cars or ramming their bikes into stuff or and with that, make sure your kids clean up their stuff when they're finished playing with it. Cause you sound the like other you day, have personal stories. <laughs> the other, I'm about to say, the other day, um, this kid left their toys out, and it, it, one of the toys is halfway in the street. Mm-hmm. So I had to swerve around it from hitting it. If you see the little, if you see the little, if you see the little sucker take it out the house, shouldn't you check to make sure he brought it back in the house? I would have purposely run over the toy. No, I wasn't going to do that. Oh well, see, you're better than me. (laughs) (laughs) I just got a kind heart. I don't want to tear the kid's toy. I just want you to move it. Oh well. Get out of the street. So on that note. Um, and plus, beware of this guy that's out here. I, I don't know if yeah. he's in Philly, if he's not in Philly, but if he is in Philly, you know, just be careful. Keep you know, keep a lookout. And if you do see him, do not try to apprehend this guy on your own. Call nine one one and report him. There's, I don't know if there's a a, a reward for his capture there or whatever, is. but you ain't going to. Yeah, fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand five zero. Stop. I'm a little broke, you know. I might catch his ass. Now, I'm it's joking. not for I'm an joking. apprehension. It's for any tips that lead to his capture. So you can still get the money if you just give a hot tip. <laughs> I'll, I'll stitch on. Yeah, I would. Yeah, he is. Now give me the loop. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. All right, everybody. You have a good week. We will be back next Monday with yeah. a new show. Um there's three different types of people in the world. Those who don't know what happened, those who wonder what happened, and people like Felicia Brown and Big Daddy that make things happen. God bless you all. Good night. See you next Monday at 6 p.m. Good night, everyone.